All right, everybody, shalom, and welcome to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from the outskirts of San Francisco, Oakland. Yes, I am on the road, and boy, has it been a long, long time since I've done this kind of show. You know, from time to time, if people who are regular, regular listeners to the show know that I'm on the road, and that's something that is part of my life, and... It hasn't been part of my life in like 15 months, and that's just a life change. I've been traveling for many years, and suddenly Corona stopped all that. We had Corona for over a year, and I was in an airport, in an airplane, yes, with face masks and all that and paperwork, but still, people flying and I was flying, uh, and there I was, back in the seat, and now I'm in a motel, hotel room. I would call it more of a motel. It's, it bills itself as a hotel, but it's more like a motel, uh, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, I'm on, you know, just someplace out there um, on the road, meeting with supporters, giving people strength, getting strength. And it's, it's great to be on the road. It's not easy, and I really, really miss home, and I'm just kind of out of practice. But at the same time, um, as I said, like meeting great people that, that, that give us strength, give us support and strength emotionally as well as materially, and at the same time speaking to people and turning them on, giving them koach, giving them continued kind of sense. And that's one of my kind of um, you know, personal missions in this world is to help people get that strength to continue to fight for Israel. So, well, let me just tell you, if you, if you don't follow, follow me on Twitter, then please join me there because that's where I have a lot of fun. So just right now, I tweeted a tweet, and the tweet that I tweeted was, uh, I wrote to people, don't write, I stand with Israel, or stand with Israel, hashtag stand with Israel, or I stand with Israel. Instead, hashtag I fight for Israel, or hashtag fight for Israel. As I've said before in the show, more aggressive, more power. We don't just stand with Israel defensively. We strike. We keep attacking, uh, as, my Richard, as my friend Richard Kemp says, keep attacking. Uh, and that's the kind of spirit that I'm trying to give people on the road. And also, of course, a connection to spirituality, to Hashem, uh, to Torah, to the truth. Uh, even though it is here in America clear that we're in a time of untruth, uh, we're in a time where a darkness is now ruling um, the United States, and that also means that that darkness has a power over the whole globe, given America's reach. So not a simple time uh, on, the, on that sense. Uh, but at the same time, people want that koch, people are willing to give that koch, and that's the light that's going to come through tzi- from Zion. Maybe if the world's a little bit darker right now, that light will shine even more clearly somehow. And that's what I'm really feeling in my heart. So it's great to be on the road with, uh, with you, um, and I have not slept normally in like 35 hours. Uh, this just been, we, we, took, we took a flight uh, uh, out of, I started traveling at like 9, 9.30 p.m., took a 12.45 flight, didn't sleep so well there even though I had a decent seat, and flew to JFK. Went to the international lounge there, uh, and excuse me, the international synagogue, which was right next to two international churches and one international mosque, and then we had a great, great prayer time there, and then took off for an almost six-hour flight to SFO, and then drove for another two hours, 
and that's where I am right now, maybe somewhere in the outskirts of uh, Sacramento. Uh, so I haven't slept, but I wanted to put out a show. I wanted to put out a show for you because I have so many friends uh, out there who are listeners. It makes a difference in their lives. And uh, I just posted, I, I also posted on Twitter something like, uh, Dear progressive anti Semites, watch out. There's a settler in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It sounds like a, you know. I was I was making other jokes in my head like like hey forty niners there's a forty eighter around here you know forty eight nineteen forty eight so there's a nineteen forty eight settler <laughs> in uh, the in the area in the in the zone of the nineteen forty nine settlers cool stuff um, now we have a Torah portion also which is a special Torah portion I want to talk a little bit about this it's special for me in two ways. The first one I want to talk about is the story of Yitro. Uh, here we meet Yitro once again, and in our Torah portion, which is Baalotcha, uh, which is the Torah portion that deals with, um, it's got like a few different stories there, including uh, it's got the story of the manna bread and the rejection by some in the camp, some kind of like asafsuf, a kind of a multitude, a mixed multitude of the manna bread and the complaint to Moses, the quail that are actually this, like, you're going you're gonna to be force-fed quail for 30 days. We have that issue. Um, we also have the famous issue of the word kuma, which is the name I gave to my organization that I started in college, which still serves me today. Right? We say that in synagogue, which is, which is when the ark lifted, they said, Kuma Hashem, Arise, God, and may scatter your enemies as you walk. As the, as the ark of the covenant moves forward, it scatters its enemies. And that, na- that name, Kuma, was the name that I made for my organization. And Kodesh Baruch Hu, God Almighty put that into my head to give my organization name Kuma. And I'm still so proud of that name, <laughs> Kuma. That's just, that's just a thing. That's like, and you know, it's got like an African sounding thing, but it comes from this week's Torah portion. There's other places where the word Kuma is said, which is really arise God, arise. And, uh, and we also say, Tzur Israel, Kuma Be'ezrat Israel. Uh, rock of Israel, arise with the help of Israel, as in that Israel will help God arise. We lift God up, as it were, from his presence. We lift it up, as it were, from the dust uh, of the exile, and we bring him, his presence, to the land of Israel. And that's a personal mission, mission statement for myself. I want to add a new mission statement for myself and for all of you to consider. Maybe you want to add it to yourself. Something I've been thinking about a lot, and I'd love to hear your feedback on this, something I think about really more and more recently, which is I have been very conscious of trying to bring God's presence into this world and and, and to the land of Israel specifically, right? Bringing his Shekhinah to the land of Israel. But I've been thinking more and more recently of being more conscious of King David. And I want to say like l'chaims to King David, like like when you meet me next time, I want to let, let's lift a glass and let's say to the to the life of our king, King David. Like there's a corporeal manifestation of God's presence in this world, and that is through His kingdom. But His kingdom is manifest through the kingdom of David, 
Uh, and I want to like honor him more. You know, I want to honor him, make him, make David and his kingdom more part of our life. I think I, I have inside a sense of what I'm talking about, but I've never even formulated it in words. And I think it's only because I'm so tired that I'm even talking about it. But, but there's the, I have a dream now uh, amongst a few other dreams, but like there's a dream that I have in my head that we can make a King David festival in Yerushalayim, Irakodesh. Uh, a King David festival that everybody will celebrate King David. We've got to make him and his kingdom more part of our life. Uh, and not just kind of, um, uh, not just like metaphorically, but, but more consciously. Like there's a real, there's a king and a kingdom. And we are part of that kingdom. That kingdom continues to reign. Uh, there's another part of the uh, Torah portion by Lotcha that I wanted to mention, which is about the story of Yitro. As I started saying before, now Yitro... Uh, 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 Moses, his son-in-law, asks him, stay with us, be, be eyes for us. You know, you have a different perspective. Stay with us, march with us to the land of Israel. But Yitro um, 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 does not agree to do that. Uh, he says no. And he says, I have to go back to my peoplehood. And there, amongst my peoplehood, I will bring Torah to them. That's my lot, is to be an emissary of Torah to other people. I don't want to be with the Jews. I just want to be with Torah and bring it to my people. And I've said this before on the show, but I say it now again, that um, Yitro, uh, this is a teaching that Rav Mani too teaches, which is that Yitro had, had an understanding that Torah was truth, but it could be embodied in any nation. And therefore, I can let me bring the, the truth of Torah back to my nation, to the Midianites. And off he went, because he had truth in his hand, which is Torah, and everybody could accept truth. And Rav Manitou says that he had a big mistake. The big, big mistake was he did not understand that it's actually going to be embodied through the Jewish people specifically. That, that, that it's, not gonna, it's not gonna just, it's not the truth of Torah, it's the truth of Torah as embodied by Am Yisrael, walking towards the land of Israel and there fulfilling its destiny to be a light unto the nations. When the Torah combines with the land of Israel, with the people of Israel, that is uh, where, where the big, big stuff can happen. That's where perfection could take place, or at least earthly perfection as, as far as God has allowed such a thing to be. Uh, but but he did not understand that, and he was actually mistaken about that. Or let's put it this way, he was not able to fulfill the full purpose of it. Who was? That was uh, King David's great-grandmother, Ruth. It's Ruth, Ruth, who was able to incorporate the idea of, I will follow your people, and I will follow your Torah. I understand that it's an issue of this specific nation that I have to connect to, that I have to cleave to. And I have to cleave to the God of Israel, but I also have to cleave to the people of Israel. And therefore, I have to go to the land of Israel. And if you notice the name Root, uh, the name Yitro has the name Root in it, just with an extra Yud. Uh, but in fact, um, uh, in fact, Root was the Gilgul, the, um, uh, the, the, had the spirit of Yitro, but was able to fix, rectify that missing uh, idea that you have to follow the nation into the land of Israel, which, uh, which Ruth understood, but Yitro did not. So these are some of the issues that are, um, that are in the, the Torah portion. 
And there's also, actually hidden in the Torah portion, the idea that as the Jewish people are going to the land of Israel, they're great, this is the first time that we hear that Moses, the great leader, uh, may not indeed enter the land of Israel. And we hear that through the prophecy of Eldad and Medad, who basically, uh, the Medrash says that their prophecy was that Moses was not going to lead the Jewish people into the land of Israel, and Joshua was shocked to hear that the, the great leader Moses was not going to come into the land. This is the first inkling we have, and really this is the first Torah portion of what they would call in Ireland the Troubles. The Troubles, I think is a fitting name for the, the Troubles of the Jewish people in the Bible. The complaints, which are so hated by God, and I've told you before that Rav Arush points out that if there's one thing that God hates in the Bible is complaint. It is, it is, you could see it empirically that the one thing that God always pushes back against is the complaint of the Jewish people when we complain instead of being thankful. Um, so um, when the Jewish people complain is when the troubles begin. And so they complain about the food and they complain about other things. And that's when, when basically uh, edicts start coming out against the Jewish people. Uh, and Moses has to quiet down. But that's when we also find out that basically we're getting the first tremors in what is eventually an earthquake that says that, that both Moses and this whole generation won't make it into the land of Israel. And that will be most evident in next week's Torah portion uh, of Shlach. But it, but it's coming to the the fore, the, it's coming forward that this generation is unable to this generation, the the ones that's being told about in the Bible, is unable to come to the land that needs to arise another generation. And um, I wonder, you know, how mu- how many of us can take these lessons right now and to decide that it's really time for the Jewish people to be gathered into the land of Israel, and we're seeing also tremors. Uh, here in the United States, they're still not totally obvious. There's still uh, plenty of, of decent good life here to be had, but there are tremors, uh, and these tremors are foreboding. And uh, kind of ask the Jewish person to ask himself, where is my homeland? Uh, should I be here, or should I, or should I pursue an opportunity of going uh, home to the homeland and fulfilling the mission of, of 2,000 years? So that is some of the stuff that I am seeing uh, here uh, on the ground uh, in, in my sojourn in the United States. From here, uh, from the San Francisco, Sacramento area, I'm going to be flying down to uh, Miami. I'll be there for the weekend down in Boca. And then uh, from there, I'll be going up to Memorial Day to uh, New York, New Jersey area. Uh, and I'll be there for a few days, and then I'm going to be flying back home. Uh, and so I'm very, very excited for this trip. And uh, as usual, um, our job is to be a channel of blessings and not a channel of curses. Nobody wants ill for, for this country or for anybody else, uh, but we will fight the enemies that are also now taking control of this country. And I think these enemies can be basically summed up in the three words uh, jihadism, totalitarianism, and what's the third word I would use for that? Hmm, jihadism, totalitarianism, and 
that I put in the third word. Um, communism. Yeah, a type of communism. A kind of, uh, it's hidden in progressivism and hyperliberalism, but it's really a type of Jewish communism and communism in general. So jihadism, communism, and totalitarianism. Uh, and we, what we got to do right now, and I feel this very strongly all the time, is that we have to help the Bible become a player again in the consciousness of mankind. We have, we have not fought that war. We have not fought the war of making the Bible pertinent to people's lives. And I think that we have to discuss how we make the Bible. We have to make the Bible great again. That's right. That's the slogan. It's uh, make the Bible great again. Make Bible great again. And that's something that I think uh, is, is absolutely an imperative of this hour. Because if we don't have the Bible, then so much of what our, our identities uh, in the West and in all, I don't, you know, the word West is not a term that I like so much. But so, so many peoples rely on the consciousness of the Bible. If we don't have these stories, if we don't have this knowledge, then we really are, 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 are kind of um, flying in the blind. Uh, and we need that guidance. We need that. We, we need those moral, that moral compass and that moral direction. I also want to thank uh, all the folks that make this show happen. If it's the Hebron Fund, and I'm on a Hebron Fund mission here, so hebronfund.org. We keep the, the fathers and the mothers strong. And by the way, our first Abraham and Sarah coins came out. And I had a big part in the making that, those coins, and that's for people who, who want to be uh, honorary citizens of, uh, of Hebron. If you're interested in that, uh, write me an email, yishayishayfleischer.com. Uh, so that's hebronfund.org. And I want to thank the good folks at, uh, at uh, Energy CX. Energy CX will make your synagogue, your business, energy clean and kosher. Uh, and will save you money and make uh, your light be full of light. And that's at energycx.com. And I am so, I'm so proud that now not only do I have Israel-type sponsors but also sponsors uh, from, uh, from the world, but in this case, from all the 50 states of the United States that can use energycx.com. But in this case, it's really being a light onto the nations. So that's really something that, that gives me a lot of strength, uh, energycx.com. And of course, our good friends at Prohibition Pickle making delicious salami. And Malka, my beloved wife, made an insane, insane sandwich for me on the road, which included her roast beef and some uh, uh, and some Prohibition Pickle salami. So if you want to reach out to Prohibition Pickle and tell them that Yishai needs his Shabbat special for when I come back home, they'll know what you're talking about. So that's uh, Prohibition Pickle. We have many other great sponsors, uh, but the greatest sponsor of them all is the Ribbono Shololam, the creator of the world. And right after him is uh, the creatures that he empowers, which is me and you and all of us that get to live uh, inspired and get to live with a sense of kuma, which means a rise, a rise uh, in the fight, in the fight for Israel, uh, a rise to make a great life of Israel, uh, a rise to be connected to Israel. And <laughs> there's really no greater, there's no greater schud in our time than to be part of this great story. I want to thank also Yochevet Seidman, Ben Bresky, Moshe Herman, Lou, my wife Malka, Tabitha, uh, for helping put it pull out put put out the show, 
And I want to hear from you wherever you are, Yishai, YishaiFleischer.com, and also Yishai at TheLandOfIsrael.com. The Land of Israel uh, is our parent network and gets to send out great shows to the world. I also want to thank El Al. It was great to fly El Al again. That's right, El Al, bringing the world to Israel and bringing Israel to the world. Awesome. You know, El Al, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I love to fly El Al and uh, other uh, great airline companies that fly in and out of Israel, and God bless them all, but I like to fly Alal. I am not a paid, um, uh, adv- they are not paid, uh, they do not pay me to advertise them, but they simply are an extension of Israel that I'm very proud of. So check out Alal, start booking your tickets early, maybe get a deal and come home and at least visit us, buy an apartment, move to Israel, take a step towards, towards Eretz Israel. And I want to wish, I want us to all raise our glasses this Shabbat and say L'chaim. Let's say L'chaim to Kuma, which means to arising and to the organization Kuma. Let's say L'chaim. By the way, Kuma helped bring many of the people that, have, that are impacting you today uh, in terms of your connection to the land of Israel. Kuma had an impact in their being here in the land of Israel. Uh, if it's even people like the great people like Yehuda Cohen uh, and many others that you know that make a big difference, like Arya Bramwitz. Uh, and my good friend Zev, and many more people who are here, my good friend Alex, uh, that are here because, of, because in part, in, in, in measure, in, in some measure, because of Kuma. And so L'chaim to Kuma, L'chaim to King David, L'chaim to God's presence here in the land of Israel, L'chaim to traveling abroad to connect, and also coming back home. And that's exactly what the exile is all about. It's, in part, it's a punishment, and in part, it's about all of us going out into the world uh, as a Jewish people, God exiled us on the one hand, but on the other hand, He basically sent us to spread out a light, and now it's time to collect all those sparks and to bring Him back home. God is bringing us back home by connecting us, and you are connected wherever you are. So lots of love, lots of blessings, lots of koach, lots of kuma, lots of King David, lots of parnassah, lots of health uh, from beautiful Sacramento, San Francisco, wherever I am right now. Uh, but the, the, the energy of the great time that we're living in, you know what it's about. Uh, I feel it all around me, and I hope you do as well. So God bless you wherever you are. Lots of love, and shalom. Shalom, everybody. This is Jeremy Gimpel from the Land of Israel Network, but also from the Land of Israel Fellowship. We have members from 31 countries joining us every week, Sunday, live at 6 p.m. For those that can't make it live, they get a direct recording. Just go to thelandofisrael.com slash fellowship. We're growing together. We're learning together. We're celebrating together. The gates are open for all who want to come and join. Okay.